0: is data transforming business? Presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank.
1: Welcome to this Enterprise Management 360 podcast on transforming business intelligence with metadata. Joining us today are Donna Burbank and Amnon Drury. Donna is the Managing Director of International Information Management Consulting Company, Global Data Strategy, And Amnon is the chief executive officer of computer software firm, Octopi. Octopi has developed an innovative, automated, centralized, cross-platform metadata search engine that enables business intelligence groups today to quickly and precisely discover and govern shared metadata. In this context, Amnon, who is also a founder of Octopi and a former BI leader himself, is uniquely equipped to discuss optimizing metadata used for businesses. I will now hand over to Donna, who will be hosting today's conversation. Donna, would you like to begin?
0: Thank you. So hello and welcome to EM360's podcast series on data transforming business. I'm Donna Burbank and I'll be your host for today's podcast. Metadata management is a practice that has existed for many years in the industry, but it's seeing a resurgence and I would say a transformation in today's digital age because Like many industries, new methodologies and approaches are really transforming not only the way metadata is managed in the organization, but it also has introduced new ways that metadata can have a more profound effect on the business success and profitability. So as you mentioned, today I have as my special guest, Amnon Drury, the CEO of Octopi, whose company develops an emerging metadata solution in the market. Amnon, welcome to EM360. Hi,
2: everyone. Thank you for having me today.
0: So just to start out, as I mentioned, metadata has recently seen a resurgence in interest from both business and technical teams. And I'd say, you know, both of us have been in the business for years, but metadata is suddenly hotter than ever. So what do you see as some of those key factors driving this growth in interest?
2: Well, that's a very good question, Donna. I think that what we've seen in the past for years is the consumption of data is growing rapidly which means that the volume of the variety of data that is being consumed by business users are exponentially growing, sometimes because of a regulated environment that needs to control and understand the data movement process, and sometimes because you want to become more efficient and support the business decisions with more and better data. And what we see is that business users and business intelligence in specific are very active in looking for ways to better discover and control the data movement process, where the data is, and understand if they can trust the data that they see. In the past couple of years, we've seen the role of metadata so important that the metadata management has become a must-have capability for any organization.
0: We were talking right before this call and, and you gave me a really great story Because and I agree is that I think business users are becoming so much more data savvy and you had that example of the business user that saw the report and was very quick to say, how come these two reports don't match? Show me how you calculated this and to be able to do that, you know, very quickly is, is difficult, right?
2: Right. And as you said, I don't think I need to endorse metadata, but it's like everywhere. It is in the design of business processes, it's in the operation of the day-to-day activities, and also in the governance of the data. At the end of the day, you want to see that the metadata is uh, a capability that enables you to find the data. And from our standpoint and what we see customers say, that metadata management is as equally important as the data itself that they need to govern. This is why we believe on the notion of metadata management automation, and governance of that metadata.
0: So that's a good point. And I would agree. And and I I think it's a relief in the market because I remember years ago, I would have to A, explain what metadata was and why you need it. And I am... Well, I'm not surprised anymore, um, but it's, it's pleasant to see that people understand that metadata, is a, it should be a given and that it's needed. And you know, we did a survey about a year ago, and I think it was 90% of the organizations think metadata is even more important than it's ever been. But often where I see the pushback is on the, well, I know it's a good idea and so is world peace, but it just takes too long to implement. So I liked the term you just used, that idea of automated metadata management. So could you talk more about that? What is metadata automation and how can that really help with time to market?
2: Right. So as you've mentioned before, the data savvy led organizations to increase what we call the triple V, the volume of data, the velocity of data, and the variety of data. So whereas the need to understand metadata is growing, it is completely unproportionately to the difficulty of having the visibility about that metadata. So one of the things that we thought about is how can we help or empower the people that need to control and understand the metadata using modern technologies? So by automation, I mean that you can use technologies that are available, like path analysis, progress analysis, algorithms, and, and principles of machine learning to centralize the metadata from the variety of systems that you're having in your BI infrastructure. Sometimes it's going be a single ETL single data warehouse, and a single reporting system. But from what we see, we see dozens of systems like that in any given organization. At the end of the day, you don't want to waste so much time trying to understand which processes stream data to which database tables when you have a variety of different vendors in that specific environment. And the automation means let the technology work for you. In terms of discovering that metadata, centralizing that metadata, analyzing that metadata on a repetitive manner. So your job would be to understand with a click of a button how the data moves.
0: Yeah, no, that's interesting. One of the things you mentioned was machine learning. And, you know, I think that is becoming so ubiquitous in the industry and people are used to asking Siri where their car keys are, right? But I think people haven't made that jump to thinking of machine learning for metadata. So tell me more about that. How would that example work? How is machine learning transforming metadata management?
2: So there are two examples I can share with you. First of all, you mentioned the lineage, In order to connect the dots, you need to understand each one of those dots and understand the relationship between them. For example, if you see an ETL process that contains a certain deep map that contains a lot of different transformations, and you want to follow a certain data element all the way from that ETL all the way through the reporting and anything in between, you need to be able to understand it. Not only to understand its textual name, but understand the logical or what that specific field carries. So create a lineage and understand that on the fly, without previously mapped billions of different maps, because it's almost impossible, the machine understands each data element, its logic and relationship between the different elements in those different systems. And this is something that is being done by part of machine learning capabilities. The second thing is to be able to do matching. Matching means, and there's a lot of use cases about that, that the field that you can see on the report is not necessarily the exact name that you can see on the physical layer. So in one example, you can see that on the report, you can see column carrying the license plate, where in the physical, it is being named LCPLT. And in most of the cases, this is not documented or people don't remember that. So how would you know that a certain field means the same even though they are named differently so when you let the technology find that out for you either explicitly or implicitly it boosts two things efficiency and mostly accuracy your ability to trust the metadata that carries the data that then you hand it over to the business user
0: yeah. I mean, that's an excellent point. And I think anyone who's as old as me has been in the industry has probably remembered those days where we had sort of the the mapping spreadsheet and a lot of companies still do, or some human being is doing this for a week or two. And you're right, not only does it save that time, but just the the some things machines are better at, right? So um, I think a lot of people will be relieved to hear that they don't have to do that anymore. Uh, the other thing I know is a challenge of most industries and, you know, people could be I don't know, maybe skeptical saying, well, that's fine if you just have one system and one ETL tool. But, you know, most companies nowadays are sort of a poster child of every tool in the market, right? You might have three different BI tools and several ETL tools and things in ERP systems and then that ubiquitous spreadsheet. So how good are these automated tools for getting metadata across different sources like that?
2: I think that it starts with the ability, first of all, to centralize metadata from all of these sources. And this has to do with the capability or the ability to extract the metadata from those systems or from sources in a very, very smart manner. This is why we're not asking customers or customers are avoiding spending time in trying to dig what is the metadata that may be represented in different tools in different ways. The second thing, once you've been able to centralize that metadata after extracting it, is to give sense to it. So even if you have metadata from different sources centralized in one place, it means nothing without understanding the relationship between them. This is, again, going back to the machine learning that makes logic, brings sense to that metadata, that instead of being individual metadata from different sources, is now tailored to one coherent view of that metadata so we very very strongly believe that the best way would be to centralize the metadata from those different sources as easy as possible by running extractors that will do that automatically for you and let the product analyze that metadata and present the results in different ways like lineage and discovery and compare and versioning and all these kind of goodies that you can do due to the fact that now you don't have to work hard to centralize and extract that metadata from a variety of different systems.
0: Yeah. And and that's yet another example of just things a machine can do better. I mean, who has not tried to read somebody else's ETL code and wanted to shoot yourself or charge double. Right. (laughs) So, you know, that's a machine can just learn a new syntax. Yeah. We've talked a lot about the different technical capabilities. And I think, you know, again, I think a lot of people aren't aware that a lot of this can be automated. So I think that's been really helpful for a lot of listeners, but What do you think on the business side? What are some of the big business benefits from organizations? Is it just about things like compliance and regulation and GDPR, or are you also seeing sort of competitive advantages companies can get through using metadata? Are there any cool success stories you want to share?
2: Absolutely, and we can go all day. I think that if I need to choose two very straightforward use cases, and you can see a lot of that on our website, is that uh, the interesting part is they are very common to most of the industries that we are active in. This could be insurance and telecom and retail and gaming and manufacturing and healthcare. They all have two things in common. They have business intelligence teams that are responsible for business intelligence systems. So here are two use cases. The one that actually we started this conversation, uh, which happened to me when I went to this meeting and I was showing that we had acquired 137 new customers in the past quarter, and the CFO, which was sitting next to me, was claiming that we have acquired only 122. And if you do the math, there are 15 new customers missing, where the average deal was half a million dollars. The CEO was looking at the both of us saying, somebody owes me $7 million here. And that was kind of a little bit of sad, a little bit of funny, but the sad story was that it took about three and a half weeks to understand what happened to those reports, which actually were named the same and why the data was different. And the root cause was that it took the organization about three and a half weeks to understand that something in the process had been updated without knowing that there's another report impacted by this. And this, unfortunately, when you talk to our customers, is an everyday event. So the need to reverse engineer in a very smart way how a certain data landed on a certain report with what we call reverse lineage. The second part is that we had worked with this insurance company that due to uh, an audit uh, or a change that they had to do to uh, apply to the GDPR, they had to find a certain field or data element. Unfortunately, that data element was named in different names, even though they were carrying the same meaning. So they needed to map that specific data element and all its different similarities names throughout the entire infrastructure. And they had about 15 or 16 different BI systems. They initially estimated just the mapping to be at about eight months' work. And once they have decided to use Octopi, they just extracted the metadata and let Octopi analyze all the metadata from these systems running multiple search on those different data elements. And they have been able to shrink those eight months three weeks only and mostly we are proud that they went up live uh, to production with zero production effort. So here are just two use cases of understand reverse lineage from the report backwards, understand discovery of data elements and related data elements being called the same. Another popular use case is where the data architect needs to design a change in an ETL and want to understand everything that depends on it. In order to make sure that they have assessed the project correctly so they can cover everything that's gonna be impacted by this because if they're not and they're gonna go live, they're gonna suffer from use case number one. The business users are gonna call them up saying something wrong with my report. So it's an endless loop list of problems that we are trying to empower those BIs to avoid. Eventually, it will help the business trust the data that they see, get the data that they need and be able to act very, very fast.
0: Yeah. And I think those are great stories and and things that everyone can relate to. And we sort of started this podcast with that, you know, comment that metadata is hotter than ever. And, and, one of my personal opinions is, is because more and more business users are making business decisions from these reports and people are becoming more savvy. And, and to your, your earlier example, when you're $7 million off or whatever it was, you can't wait two weeks to get that answer. It has to be real time. So I think the listeners will be relieved to know that there's some tools out there that can do that a lot faster, because I think you're right. There's no question. There's a need. I think some of the gap is, well, how do we do this at the time of real business time? Right? So
2: And I'm a great believer in automation. I think that we were challenging the status quo that was kind of trying to maximize the best practices being done manually. But once you have available technologies, we thought that it is time to equip BI people. It's time to equip organizations with the latest available technologies that we just mentioned and talked about. And I'm happy to see that New technologies that have been in terms of a product are very, very well accepted by organizations that understand that if you can automate things that can bring you better results and bring your data in a more accurate manner, these tools have room in those companies. And uh, this is what we wanted to do.
0: I think both the business users and the technical teams will breathe a sigh of relief. You know, no one got their computer science or analytics degree to to map fields from point A to point B. You know, let technology do what technology is good at so people can really optimize. So, no, this has been helpful. And unfortunately, we're out of time. But I appreciate everyone for joining this this episode of Data Transforming Business with Ann Androy from Octopi. And we look forward to hearing you at the next episode.
1: Thank you for listening to this EM360 podcast. For more podcasts such as this, visit us at em360tech.com.
0: How is data transforming business? This podcast was presented by Enterprise Management 360 and moderated by Donna Burbank. Head to em360tech.com for more.